Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. I got to say, Tori Gordon is becoming one of my favorite people to hang out with. I just think she's so cool and so smart and so mission-driven. I mean, I just, you know, it's people like her that when they become clients that I just feel lucky and like humbled because it's just an honor to me to be associated with people who care so deeply about their audience and for them to trust us because I see how much they work to serve the people in their community. I mean, just amazing. And we learned so much from them. And I learned a ton, right? So obviously I'm welcome to the recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. I'm sharing my top three takeaways from the chat that I just had with Tori Gordon. And man, she's built over 800,000 followers. She's one of the top creators on all of TikTok. And she's amazing. And I love the content that she does, the way that she does it, the consistency, the care that she has for her audience and just getting a chance to know her. I mean, you got to you know experience a little bit of her personality. I just think she's doing a lot of things right. And I think I say, look out for Tori Gordon, y'all like look out for Tori Gordon. She's going to be huge. And she's obviously humble enough, right? To, you know, I think it's funny. She has the coachable podcast, which she talked about and she's super coachable, right? Like here she is like part of our community, learning from us and teaching us and networking and I mean, just watch out, watch out world for Tori Gordon. So if you didn't listen to the interview, go listen to it. But there's, I learned, I mean, one of the things that she said has been ringing in my head now for like the last couple of weeks since I actually did the interview with her in a really, really powerful way. So I'll tell you what that is. So my first takeaway actually is super tactical. I did not know this. It makes so much sense. It's kind of like, well, duh, Rory, like, why would you not figure this out? And it's a very, very pragmatic thing. It's related to TikTok, but also I believe Instagram reels and and I've been doing it and it's working. And it is put keywords in your text overlays. What does that mean? It means that, you know, like when you post a video, a reel or 
you know, whatever, uh, TikTok, if you're on TikTok, you can put titles on your videos. Well, whatever you title your video, the app is reading those just like the way that a Google, you know, bot crawls websites and reads the headlines of a website to tell you what that page is about. It's informing that. And there's all these kind of parallels between search engine optimization and, you know, like app optimization for all these social media sites. And it's kind of like where search engine optimization was 10 years ago is where a lot of these apps are right now. And so just like, you know, one of the things that we say a lot is hashtags are to social media, what keywords are to search engine optimization, right? And so that's part of like when you're doing your hashtag strategy. Well, when you're also doing normal search engine optimization, one of the most important things you do is the headlines. What are your biggest lines, meaning font size on a page? And the words that you put in those headlines make your site more indexable, more findable for those terms, whatever the terms are that are in the headlines. Well, the same is true. This is what she's saying. The same is true with your little you know, videos that you post on social or your pictures. If you're putting titles as text overlays, the algorithms can read those. And so that is an indicator to the algorithm what that content is about the same way as a headline is to a Google, like a crawler about what the website is about. So it's the same thing. And it's like, well, duh, yeah, of course it can read the text. Why didn't I think about that? So instead of calling my video, you know, one thing I was thinking about today, which is like, nobody is searching that. You say, you know, I did this this morning. I did a video that was like the number one secret to extraordinary customer service. And now I know that by putting the word term customer service in that headline, it's not a headline, it's a title text overlay, but it's the same as what a headline would be on a web page. Now people searching for that term or people who follow that term, the app is more likely to serve that content up to them. And it's like, well, duh, right? So you have, just like you have keywords and headlines for search engine optimization, you have hashtags and text overlays for social media content, duh. But didn't never thought about it until she said it. So brilliant, so simple. My second takeaway is the thing that she said to me that, really, like I've been thinking about this a lot and it's actually impacted my behavior a lot. And I think she kind of just rattled it off, but it really hit me hard. And it was when we were talking about the future of social and content and like the metaverse and all that kind of stuff, you know, and I think I was kind of lamenting about how it's just like, I just don't like this stuff. Like I'm not super social, like in real life. And I think that's a little bit why I'm like, a little, you know, slow to social media and picking it up. I don't love the idea of living such a big part of my life, not in real life. And that's an issue I've always had with social media, even of going like, well, if I'm spending time over here, that means I'm maybe not spending time with like people in my real life. And so I'm not sure, you know, there's some parts I love and some of the best relationships I have, some of my very best friends in my life, I actually met, you know, online and so, you know, that'll be another part of the future with the whole metaverse conversation, which I suspect we'll be talking more about because I'm going to be diving into trying to understand what does it all mean? But here's what she said. So just to get to the point, you know, I was saying, I'm not sure I like this. I don't sure I like the technology or where this future is heading. And she said, the sooner I can accept it and get on board with it and understand it, the sooner I can shape it. The sooner I can understand it, the sooner I can shape it. 
And y'all, that really hit me hard because I realized that this whole idea of, I don't like the idea of a metaverse. I don't like social media is a very self-centered view, right? It's not selfish. It's not like you're hurting anybody, but it's a self-centered view. It's saying, this is about me and what I think. But a true service-centered view would be to go, there's a bunch of people who need help. I got to go to where they are, right? It's kind of like going, well, you know, I'll give to needy people who, you know, show up in my neighborhood, but it's like the most needy people might not be in your neighborhood. You got to go to them. You got to go to where those people are. And the sooner I can understand it, the sooner I can shape it. And just that idea of going, you know what? All these people, they're going to be there. And when I think about the metaverse, I go, this is happening. I can see it. And it scares me because it's literally a half step away from the matrix, like the movie. But I can see people going, number one, if I don't love my life in real life, if I have a hard day or you know, I don't like where I live, maybe I don't like my house, maybe I don't like the people in my house or my neighborhood, or I just don't feel good, or I, you know, I go to a school that I don't love or a good job that I don't love and I have this negative experience, when I come home, the idea of going somewhere where I can feel loved and cherished and important and around my people, of course people are gonna do that. Of course they are. That makes a lot of sense. Hi, it's AJ Vaden, and thanks for listening to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually specialize in helping you implement? If you want to raise your public profile and turn your reputation into revenue, please visit freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for a free brand strategy call with one of our personal brand strategists. Again, that's freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for your free call. Talk to you soon. The other part of this that makes a lot of sense to me is that a lot of our best relationships are no longer in physical proximity, right? So even if I love my life, I still go, my best friend lives in Texas and, you know, my other friend lives in Florida and whatever, right? They're not here. So you have that amplified by COVID and all this crazy, like we're working from home. We're not sure. And we're back in the office. We're not back in the office. And, you know, so this idea of going, yeah, let's just hop in there and connect. I mean, it's going to happen. Right. And I was following Zuckerberg on Instagram and he's you know showing these videos of him playing with these gloves, these haptic gloves where he's like fencing with this Olympian fencer and he can feel the virtual sword hitting against her virtual sword. I mean, so the technology is going to be there and I don't love it, right? I don't want this to be the case. I don't like, it's not how I would design things, but to what Tori said, it just really hit me. It's like, the sooner I can accept it, the sooner I can understand it. And the sooner I can understand it, the sooner I can shape it. And you better believe that if there's all of those reasons for people to be in that metaverse, then you can be certain that there's going to be lots of bad influences in there and all sorts of you know negative things and all sorts of needs because they're still people. There's still real people inside there and they have real hurts and issues and self-doubts and insecurities. And you know there's a whole newness of a whole new metaverse. And so those people need hope. They need help. They need encouragement. They need education. 
And whether I like it or not, it feels to me like this is happening. And so I want to understand it because the sooner I can understand it, the sooner I can shape it. Thank you for that, Tori. That really hit me hard and I think affected me in a profound way. And that leads me to number three, which was you know, probably my favorite reminder, although it's one that we talk about a lot. And it's just cool to hear her edify and to see somebody like her who's such a rising star going, this is how she's thinking and seeing her win going, this is the attitude we're talking about, right? Like you can be mission driven, you can be service centered, you can be audience focused. You don't have to fake it. You don't have to, you know, flaunt everything. You can just be in the service of others and win. And she said, instead of thinking about how many followers you get or how much money you make, spend more time thinking about what do I want to be remembered for? Right? Like, what do you want to be remembered for? You might not even need social media to make money. You might not even care about marketing or personal branding, but it is an opportunity to leave behind something, right? It is a historical record of your life, which it's a historical record of your philosophies and your beliefs. And thus, it is a chance for you to leave a trail of what you believed in. And that's, to me, a powerful reason enough to at least consider doing this. I mean, the idea that Jasper or Liam might one day listen to podcast episodes that I recorded years before or watch a YouTube video of me doing a TED Talk back in 2000 and whatever year it was, 15, or read a book that I wrote in 2012, that is super inspiring to me. And to go like, for those that don't know, those are my kids. Those are our kids, Jasper and Liam. And go, yeah. And also your team, right? If you lead a company, you go, it's a chance for your team. Like you don't necessarily get to see or have conversations with every person on your team, especially if you have a big team and go, this is a chance for them to you understand like, this is what we believe around here. This is how we operate. This is what we do. Yeah, this is who I am. This is what our company is going to be about. That's super powerful. And thinking about what do I want to be remembered for? And also the idea, like, you know, I think about, of course, Zig Ziglar was one of my dearest mentors. The idea that people watching Zig Ziglar videos on YouTube every day, that's awesome. I mean, people listen to Jim Rohn tapes, like, I mean, there's these, you know, Charlie Tremendous Jones, there's you know, Dale Carnegie. I mean, there are legends of this industry and space who are still massively impacting the world today because people are consuming their content, you know, and that's a really ripe opportunity. And so don't forget that. Like, don't forget that this isn't about metrics and money and followers and credibility and like, this is impact. And there are more tools than ever before in history for you to make an impact on the world, right? Like you sit and go, what do you want to do with your life? I want to make an impact. I want to help people. All the tools are in your hand, right? You're one button away, right? You got a hundred different apps you can use to do it. Impact people, change their life, make their life better. Do it. Like pour into people, share the thing that you have on your heart and share it. I know this, there's a lot of people out there promoting a lot of trashy stuff and bad negative messages. And there's a lot of meanness and negativity and harassment and horrible stuff going on. And the good people of the world, the mission-driven messengers, like we got to step up 
And we have to pump good out into the world to combat some of the bad. And we have that chance. You have that chance. I have that chance. Even if we don't like it, the sooner we accept it and we understand it, the sooner we can shape it and we can make an impact on people and be remembered for something pretty cool. So thank you for the compliment of tuning in to all the stuff that we put out. That's amazing. It's the coolest thing ever. And you know, there's a chance you and I haven't met yet. And I just love you. I feel so grateful and honored that you allow us the opportunity to shape your business, your mind, your life a little bit. What a privilege. What a compliment. We love doing it. We cherish it. I hope we get to continue doing it. I hope we get to meet in person and give you a hug, not just in the metaverse, but in real life. (laughs) So keep coming back. Talk to you soon on the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 